Yo, what's up, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I'm going to welcome you to my podcast, where he speaks erotica from a man's perspective. First, let me say thank you for the love and the support. I greatly appreciate it. Um, it. It means a lot, and I ask that you continue. Tonight's topic is, are you a jealous lover? So please sit back, relax, and let me talk to you. Are you a jealous lover? Most of us have experienced the negative feeling of jealousy. We've all been there. You may have had a girlfriend who dropped a a hint about a coworker. She thinks that's attractive. And suddenly you you start to wonder if she's thinking about getting with this person. You know, um, maybe dropping the panties in a heartbeat. You know, Uh, maybe trying to to uh, find something that she can't find with you. Or ladies, you may see your boyfriend checking out a waitress who may be a little, uh, well, not a little, but who may be busty, you know, who may have curves for days. And suddenly, you know, he's tempted to uh, go back to the restaurant by himself without you and maybe start something that may end up into a flank, that may end up as a flank. Or say if one of your close friends had a a get together or a fling with someone that you was interested in and suddenly you're upset and wondering if she's trying to steal your man, even though you and that man are not together or have 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 even you know decided you're going to be into a relationship so it's just a natural feeling jealousy i mean it's one of those things where you know you can try to control and a lot of people say yo i'm not the jealous type but once that's once it seeps into your soul it's hard to pull it away it's hard to get it out of you so and it it tends to make people insecure and definitely uncomfortable, you know? But like I say, jealousy is, is like a normal, natural emotion. Um, it Jealousy is triggered, to me, jealousy is triggered when the partner may experience some type of threat to their connection with their love. You know, they feel like they're losing or they're sharing a, a a piece of what they have with someone with a third party, uh, a side person. And I don't like using that term. I think that's, you know, what the young people use, the side dude or the, you know, um, the, uh, what is it? The um, we used to call it the uh, well in my day, we used to call it uh, with the because we had the pages, the sixty nine. You know what I'm saying? So if you got the sixty nine page, you knew what that was. You know that was a gathering of two souls getting together and you know bumping uglies, doing the nasty, whatever, <laughs> doing whatever. So um. 
you know, side dude, side wump, side chick, you know, that's not something I normally say, but that's what it is. Cause you know, we're in a different era now. So you have to adapt to what's being said or, you know, the term of the day or whatever. So, but let me ask this question. Um, what causes jealousy in a relationship? I was reading uh, a study and it stated, jealous people think about romance and relationship more than any other people. And they tend to be more sensitive to rejection and other negative experiences. Jealous people are also more likely to be women and younger people. Now it's not clear why it is, you know, on a, large scale, but I think from my perspective is men don't show emotions that much. We don't get caught up in too much hype as far as, um, you know, wondering if our mate is cheating or whatever. I, and I think most men think like me. I'm not saying that they do. I, I'm just guessing. We don't get jealous until you start to plant the seed, um, make a comment, uh, make a suggestion, or um, good example. There's been a couple of times. Well, there's been more than a couple of times. There, there have been times when I went out on dates or you know hung out with someone, and the person who I went out with. Uh, the ex may have been in the building. And it's clear as day, without any, you know, explanation, that person will go talk to their ex as if, you know, I'm not with them. And I'm kind of leery about this one because if it's the beginning of a relationship or, you know, you're starting out to get to know each other, I can understand it a little bit, but still I'm gonna take it as a sign of disrespect. But if we are like boom banging, you know what I'm saying? Spending time exclusive, nah, no haps. Ain't nothing you can say about that to me about why you just got up and go felt like you needed to go talk to your ex. And I don't care what it is. If you share something and you know he owe you some money or you know, you need to go get some some toothbrush or whatever. That, okay. But do that when I'm not with you. So this one time in particular, this young lady I was out with, she did the same thing, got up, and went and talked to her ex. So I said, okay. So I went to the bar and I was talking to one of my homeboys who was uh, in the building. And, you know, me standing 6'6", six, six, I stand out. So... It just happened to be like the night of Amazons up in the in the spot. I mean, I saw at least four or five chicks that had to be five, nine, and plus. I even saw one close to my six 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 height. So I'm gonna say she was about six three, six four. Stallion. I mean, body was banging. Had to have been all about maybe 30 early 30s and she approached me with the with the most common 
line I get because of my height. How tall are you? And you know, I gave it to her with the very white voice, you know, I'm like six six. And she said, Your voice deep like that too. I said, Yeah, baby. <laughs> I was tripping, but you know, I had like a little buzz and I stood there, we had a conversation. And then my people, she comes over and stand there. She wasn't, you know, like an eye view. It wasn't like I, we was looking at each other, but she stood in a way where I could see her and she could clearly see me. So I just kept talking because I wanted her to see what it was I felt. And of course, she took it to the left. You know, how can I do that? How can I disrespect her in front of her friends? And, you know, we just hanging out. And I'm like, now you just got up, even though you explained that you was going to talk to a boy and left me there for about a good two or three minutes. So I was thirsty. And even though I was playing the game, you know, I still was, you know, I still wanted to get up and move around. You know what I'm saying? So if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want it done to you, don't do it to me because that's what you're going to get. I'm not going to be, I'm not the dude. You, you don't find a lot of men who are going to go toe to toe with a woman and argue because whatever it is that you're going through, you don't want other people to see that. So um, I've always been the type, if you, you know, play me with that jealousy shit, I ain't going to say nothing. I may see you hang, hugged up on somebody, walk right past you. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I may even acknowledge you, give you the, the head now, like, yo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? And keep on moving. But when I see your ass later, or when I talk to you later, oh, you're going to feel my fury. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel that heat because I'm going to let you know that I didn't appreciate that. So, um, also, I think. You can't change the fact that your partner had love what's before you. That's understandable. Everybody has experienced that. But it's the level of respect that comes into play. You know what I'm saying? I know you was fucking somebody before me. That's understandable. You know what I'm saying? But if you're trying to get to know me and if you require respect, then you have to give respect. Now, if you, that's not what you want, if you want to play games, then, you know, cat your ass. You know, step away from me because I ain't got time. You know what I'm saying? That's not what I'm looking for. And I think that if you let jealousy consume you, it's like taking poison, you know. And like I said, it seeps through your soul. It, it, it it hurts the pride and it makes you think of certain things. You know what I'm saying? Doing crazy things like on my children, my grandchildren, I've never went through a, a phone, never felt the need to go through somebody's phone. But out of the several women that I've dealt with, 80%, 85%, close to 90, I'm gonna give it about 89%, has gone through my phone, has 
has made a connection with the side person or the person who was involved in what we were doing outside of the relationship. I know plenty of times that people I've dealt with have dealt with someone else. Never said a word. To this day, it's so many people I could say, well, how are you going to come at me when on this night you was doing this? Because you never know who knows who or who sees what, you know? So, but anyway, um, it's just one of those things where like I said, if you want respect, then you know you got to give it. You, if you if you don't want to be caught out there looking stupid, then don't expect me to, you know, take on that persona because it's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, also, jealous lovers attack someone who they think they they attack their partner when they think there's a. Uh, extramarital affair going on. Uh, well, let me change that. Most, from my experience, most women, you know, first it starts off with the investigation. Then it comes with a full-blown attack. Uh, the porn bleaching your shoes, <laughs> beating you up, having a gun point to your temple, uh, being stabbed, ran over, you know, running over. I know one of my boys, his chick ran over his foot. Even though she was driving a Fiero, the, the, the weight of that car, you know, his feet messed up to this day, you know, for creeping. You know. And it wasn't like he was a full creep and all creeping, all cheating and all extramarital shit that goes on outside of relationship is wrong. I'm not an advocate. I'm not saying she was wrong, but he started it and she finished it up, plain and simple. But still to run over somebody's foot, that's when you reach a point of rage that lets you know you gotta, well, that's the person though who got their foot ran over. I got to get away from this chick because she's going to kill me. You know? And that's how how bad jealousy can take over. You know, It starts with, like like I said, the that seed being planted. And next thing you know, it, it, it has bloomed into a fucking tree. You know, a tree of deceit. <laughs> My little play on words, but you know, anyway. Um, also, I heard that sexual fantasies um, that are intense are, are more intense when you're jealous. Um, and I guess from that, you start to think about other people. You may desire other people and may fantasize about being with other people. So that adds a different element to what you're feeling, sparking uh, a certain arousal within you, you know. Um, I think many of us have been fooled by believing the affection that we receive from our lovers, well, 
many of us believe that that side loving or that attention that we're getting from the outside lover is uh, sincere. And, you know, shit, sometimes it might be sincere. But if you made a commitment to someone else, if you are exclusive with someone else, are you riding, if you call it riding and dying with someone, you know, and you sat down and had a conversation, you made that person feel like this is what we're doing together without a third party, then that's what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Don't, if you're not going to be on the up and up about what it is that you discussed, be man enough or woman enough to say, hey, I know what we talked about, but right now this ain't working for me. I'm still in the process of dealing with other people. And maybe later on, we can try something where it's just me and you. If you man enough and woman enough to step out and let someone, you know, uh, come between the relationship, then you should be man enough or woman enough to at least give the person who you were with the respect and let them find somebody for them or just walk away from, them, you know, so. But I think that's one of the hardest things for people to do is to admit when they're wrong, to, um, it's easier for someone to let them make it jealous and have a whole lot of drama than to say, hey, I'm wrong. I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I hurt your feelings. I want to apologize for that. But honestly, this one-on-one -on -one thing that we're doing ain't right. You know? Um, I think... And I hate to say it, but the, mar the majority of men are the one who... Um, who brings that, that type of toxic vibe within the relationship don't there are some women i i know some women to this day i know women from back in the day it wasn't that much back in the day but now today 2021 i know women who are just as ruthless as you know their male counterparts and will say or will let a lingering uh relationship outside of the relationship that they're supposed to be into uh, disrupt the household. Um, you know, tear someone's spirit apart. Um, do mental damage just because they're not on the up and up. Just because they don't know how to say, hey, I fucked up. So, um, I also read that one out of three relationships include jealousy and one in five have serious issues with it. One in three relationship includes jealousy and one in five have serious issues with it. Okay. Um, let's see. There are two types of jealousy. 
malicious and benign. Malicious jealousy is a sign of anxious, of an anxious relationship that's full of insecurities and possessiveness. Now the benign jealousy gives partners the confidence that their partner care about them. They also think more positively about the relationship. I never knew that. I never knew there was different types of jealousy. I always, I always group jealousy within its own category, you know? So um, I'm gonna have to look more into that because I, I, never, I never knew that. I remember some years ago, I was working with this female and she was married and she had been watching porn since the age of 12. I think she said her sister introduced her to her and, you know, she said she grew up with it. You know, she wasn't into Barbie dolls or, you know, um, easy bake ovens. She was into porn at a young age. So she didn't really feel like anything was wrong with her. You know, she just felt like it was normal. Um, and some people, you know, try to, uh, I think she said her parents did try to take her to uh, see somebody about it, but, um, you know, they, they really couldn't because she had those type of parents who were laid back, you know, and I mean, they took care of her from what, I, from what she told me, but, you know, it wasn't like a strict household where you stop a teenager from watching porn. And I, and I don't know everything. I just know what she told me. But she said once she, uh, you know, once she fully accepted it and said, hey, that's a part of who I am, she made it known to, you know, whoever she dealt with. And she said she had people that was good with it and people who just said, you know what, we can't go no further because I don't want a woman, you know, who is going to watch porn more than be with me. And that's kind of like, to me, that person was kind of like prejudging her. And I'm not taking the side because she's my friend, but I just thought like for them to, you know, instantly say they couldn't handle it because they thought that it was more, that she would be doing that more than spending time with him was, was kind of, you know, difficult for me to grasp, but, you know, um, different strokes for different folks. But she said, you know, she was married. She she got married. And she told her husband from the very first day they met, you know, when they were boyfriend and girlfriend, that, hey, I like watching porn, so if you got a problem with it, you know, this is who I am. And, you know, I guess he was cool with it or whatever. But uh, after a while, you know, it became uh, where he was checking the internet history, you know, ragging her about how many times she's looked at porn during the week and it went from them looking at porn together to her you know doing it by herself when he wasn't home or you know um, those long visits to the restroom <laughs> you know saying that that moment of privacy you know so he one night he just barged through the door and grabbed the phone like what is wrong with you and they've been divorced seven, eight years now. So he just couldn't handle it. 
he he was that jealous of you know of her watching porn now even though i say i, I couldn't understand it i'm gonna have to think about that because the more you look at it the the more i look at it, the more i kind of like i'm like on both sides of this i'm not, I'm not gonna lie because if it if it gets to a point where you have to knock down the door, damn, it's one of those iffy things. You know what I'm saying? Because she made it known before they got married, but I guess he thought he could change her or she would, you know, eventually move past it. But I guess it just it was that dark cloud over their relationship, you know. And she said she included him in what she was doing. You know, they watched it together and they had good times together. But then, you know, when she did the solo thing, he just felt like he wasn't a part of it. And I think I think that he didn't understand that sometimes she needed to do it solo. So, um, yeah, like I said, I understand a little bit from his perspective, but I definitely get where she's coming from because she made it known. She was straight up. But anyway, um, I just thought that was one of those different situations that I never thought I would hear. But uh, like I said, I've heard so many stories, man, so many. I got so many stories in my head that people come to me and say, don't say nothing. I'm talking about years, decades of stories. And I'm starting to tell some things. I won't give names and I won't give that much uh, um, what's the word description of the person or you know that much information because I don't want nobody to really pinpoint with who I'm talking about but there are going to be times some people may you know recognize when they're in the story uh, I ain't going to call it on name but it's a one homeboy in particular you know um Definitely the ride or die dude. So um, I'm going to leave him out of that because we did some damage, you know, and um, he's happily married. I'm, I'm going to leave that one alone. But yeah, man, uh, that's it. You know, I greatly appreciate once again just sitting down and letting me talk to you, you know, about what was on my mind, what I was thinking about sharing this week. And it uh, feels good to, to talk about. I, I definitely feel comfortable. I'm very comfortable. I'm motherfucking comfortable doing this shit. You know, talking and, uh, you know, spending 30 minutes. And I can't do more than 30 minutes. I can't. That's, I can't talk an hour about sex. I can't because there's too much going on. And time is precious. So I can allot 30 minutes of my time and, and just share with what on my mind. And hopefully you are entertained, you enjoyed it. And if not, then maybe I'll find something later on down the line that you do enjoy. But for the most part, everybody seems to be cool with what I'm doing. And, you know, thank you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. And, man, please stay safe out here in these streets. Take care of yourself. Mask up. Sanitize your hands. Keep people out your face. Get with somebody who you just gonna vibe with. You know what I'm saying? If you and if you're not gonna get with nobody, 
you know, don't be out here, you know, dipping and dabbing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't be out here, you know, trying to get with everybody because this shit ain't, this shit is real. You know, and I want everybody to take care of themselves and be happy and and be safe. You know what I'm saying? We we done lost a lot of people. I ain't trying to lose no more. You know, educate yourself on this shit and uh, you know, do what you gotta do to survive in this crazy world. Be creative. Find a skill. Take 30 minutes out of your day and do something. You know what I'm saying? Ex- extend your thoughts. You know, learn a skill. Um, sit down and talk with a child. You know, a lot of these kids today, they need help. They need guidance. So they don't have to be your child. Just talk to any, any child and just try to help them with what's going on with this crazy world. You know, each one teach one. On that note, man, y'all take care. Love, peace, and hair grease. (laughs) And yo, and I'll talk to y'all next Saturday. Peace.